0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Hoosier Sophisticate. We are down to the nitty-gritty. We have a primary coming up in just days, Tuesday, August the 7th. Make sure you get out and vote in the Missouri primaries. We have, once again, who I hope to be the next senator of the state of Missouri, Austin Peterson in studio. Austin, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. And also, I do want to say thank you so much to you and your listeners uh, for having an open mind, for offering me fair coverage, giving me a chance to get my message out here on this uh, radio station out here in St. Louis. I've been here how many
0: times? I think this is the fifth time now. It's
1: like the fifth time that I've been on this show, and I'm just really grateful because if it wasn't for guys like you or people like you and listeners like you, an underdog like myself who is being opposed by Facebook, Twitter, the White House, the Republican establishment, the Democratic establishment, Democratic super PACs, Republican super PACs, uh, I would never have a chance. But now it's looking like we're surging forward, we're dominating the coverage, and sounds like I am probably uh, lighting a few f- brush fires out there for our cause.
0: I couldn't agree more with you. Just in the last week, I w- I've been uh, um, on a business trip uh, up in Chicago and then out in the woods, and I came back, and it's like social media, your name is everywhere, man. So uh, a couple of things maybe contributed to that. You did a, uh, a uh, I'm, I'm signed up for it too, full disclosure, the 3D uh, gun printer the giveaway. Ghost the ghost gunner. The
1: ghost gunner. So people have been getting this story wrong all over the place because when you're talking about 3D printers and you're talking about a ghost gunner, you're talking about two different things. Um, Defense Distributed uh, CEO Cody Wilson uh, was recently exonerated in a court where uh, it made it so that it was legal for him to distribute blueprints and, and uh, essentially software that explains how a gun is manufactured what i am giving away the ghost gunner is not a 3d printer it's actually a cnc mill sure all it does is cut metal it's a very common product a very common piece of equipment that a lot of people use it's completely legal it doesn't require a background check although we will conduct a background check on the winner just to cross our t's and dot our eyes just to be safe not required to but we will Um, and it allows you to uh cut a, 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 an un-serialized gun, a gun that does not contain a serial number. Every American has the right to manufacture at least one rifle or pistol that does not contain a serial number. And as long, if you don't believe in universal background checks, what exactly is a serial number for? Um, I think that this is an advance in technology that we should encourage and support.
0: Well, I think that it covers a lot of different things. It's not illegal to have a CNC machine. I used to build limousines. We have CNC machines to mill all kinds of different products. And I think that this is a natural progression, even when we're talking about 3D printers, we're talking about printing plastic and things like that. Those would be single-use guns. But on the whole, we can 3D print almost anything. They're 3D printing body tissues now yeah. so the
1: last thing that we want to do is start regulating that industry because we have no idea what kinds of beautiful new medical technologies or devices that could be invented and if the government doesn't want you to do it then they might try and stop you to do it they may try and enforce patents or trademarks or you know just stop people from creating some kind of new medical device um so frankly i think i trust the free market with this one let's let the market decide
0: Totally agree with you. Um, Maybe I'm building on that a little bit. You had a little snafu with Twitter, which this isn't anything new for you. It seems like Facebook's banned you a couple times now. Twitter's getting in on the action. What happened there?
1: Well, okay, so here's the timeline. So uh, last week, a Democratic super PAC... That's a line with Claire McCaskill called Share Blue. Uh, Share Blue is the sort of the news propaganda outlet for this Super PAC that's been attacking me uh, since way back. But this one there was a particularly stupid attack. They were uh, they were trying to implicate me in a hack attack, right? A, a digital hack attack of Claire McCaskill, who she claims she was hacked by the Russians. And they said they said, "Hmm, interesting timing." Austin Peterson accepts Bitcoin for his campaign, so you know, used by Russian hackers, Austin Peterson may be implicated in this attack. So I was laughing. I thought that was so ridiculous. And so I responded with a... a GIF, i call it a GIF. It's sure not, it's not a gif it's a GIF. uh a, a GIF of uh stalin because i was basically calling them stalinists and it was stalin waving and saying off to gulag with you and it was a joke uh meant to you know poke fun at them for being so ridiculous and making this uh, attack and they said that that was a credible threat of violence that perhaps austin might have a gulag somewhere at stonegate farm in peculiar missouri <laughs> that he might be actually credibly you know able to put someone in a gulag um so they banned me it, it actually took two days What's interesting about this was that we did get emails from Twitter where they said specifically that this was not a violation of the terms of service. This picture is suggested to you to use by Twitter. They're suggesting that you use this this photo. And when I did – they banned me for it. Uh, it's kind of like going to the cheesecake factory and they kick you out for ordering cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that is funny because both Facebook and Twitter. I mean, of course you can go out and copy a, a GIF image address and post it, but Facebook and, and Twitter both have uh, search bars. Essentially, you can type something in, and if, yeah. if that's available to the general public, I've seen far worse on Twitter than a picture of, than a waving picture of Stalin. Right, was, <laughs>
1: yeah. right. But it, the funny thing was was that they that uh, that for for making a joke about a gulag, they sent me to the
0: gulag. That's, yeah, ironic. <laughs> ironic to say the least. Uh, Austin, this past week, it looked like, uh, you finally Got to share a stage with your primary Republican uh, opponent. Uh, I know there's a lot of them out there, but there's been one that's notoriously dodged you and, and dodge debating you. And he didn't debate you, but I saw down uh, Neo show you are with the uh, new governor Parson and also Josh Hawley. And I just wanted to kind of talk to you about that uh, event because I saw in the headlines they labeled you as a front runner, which I think is wildly important uh, to all the people that are still kind of undecided. We're we're, we're a week out, not even a week out. Um, and there's still a bunch of candidates kind of muddying up the waters, I would say. Um, but there's only one that's got a, a financial viability to take on the, the Republican chosen boy, I guess, uh, of Mitch McConnell. How'd that go down in the Neosho? Tell me a little bit about that. It
1: was a beautiful event. What a wonderful moment. Uh, you know, we've got the AP Liberty Express bus. Uh, there was a big, huge crowd down there in Neosho the for the watermelon feed. And we were running a little bit late, fashionably late. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the Liberty Express rolls up next to the crowd and honks. <laughs> and boom. The whole crowd turns around around to look, and we just rolled in like the kings and queens of, uh, of the universe. Uh, it was fantastic. Um, so I showed up and, I mean, instantly was just gr- were greeted by my supporters, people who were wearing my shirts everywhere, friends, families, neighbors, people from churches had come out, people who had heard about me, people I'd never heard of before. Uh, the governor was there, Mike Parson. I got to pay my respects and say hello to him. I've seen him quite a bit on the campaign trail, of course, when he was lieutenant governor, now sure. governor. It was nice to see him in that capacity, official capacity for the first time. But as I was walking around the crowd, I just, I felt a sense of destiny. Um, that like these were my people, and I was ready to lead my people into the promised land. Right on. That's what it felt like. That I was ready to part the Red Sea and to give us a victory. And uh, when I stood up there on stage, they had us all chat, and we we were in ballot order. Uh, I was the only candidate who was there, the first candidate who was there. Uh, so I got to go up and give my speech first, and it was only three minutes long. So you don't have a whole lot of time to make an impression. Uh, and I just stood up there and talked about how I want to usher the republic. Uh, I want to usher the party, lead the party. Into a new era of American Republicanism, um, and how I would stand arm in arm with Ted Cruz and Rand Paul and Mike Lee, the constitutional conservatives of the Senate next year. Um, and, uh, you know, where do our rights come from? I talked about the questions that I get on the campaign trail, what I've heard from actually campaigning, uh, you know, how Josh Hawley has just not been on the campaign trail. Well, since I have, since I've actually done the work of try to be a, a representative of the people, you know, I feel like I was able to convey to the audience the importance of of what the things were that were on people's minds. One, the the two big questions that I get. Uh, one, where do our rights come from? And two, how are you going to beat Claire McCaskill? So I explained, one, how I was going to beat Claire because I am the strongest Republican Senate candidate in a head-to-head poll. I beat her by 16 points. That should not be out of the ordinary. This is a state that Trump won by 19 points. But when you see my opponent, Josh Hawley, he's either neck-and-neck neck with her in the polls or he's behind. I think there's a reason for that. And then, of course, the second thing that I, that I talked about, which was you – and know, we had a really beautiful moment after it was over – I talked about the concept of our individual, intrinsic, natural, fundamental human rights and where they come from. And I had a copy of the Constitution with me, and I held up the Constitution. I said, you know, we don't get our rights from this document. Our rights are intrinsic. Uh, We hold these truths to be self-evident. Our rights come from our creator, not from the government. Uh, And that just – I felt like just an ah, ah-like moment. Like they knew that they were seeing a true small-R Republican in front of them, somebody who really was a constitutional conservative. And then, you know, I've gotten a lot of flack uh, for my – my, uh, religious beliefs in the past, right? And I think, you know, some people have... I, th- I feel as if people, a lot of those people had made peace with that last night. Some of those people who were very uh, deeply religious, evangelicals mm-hmm. uh, and Christians. And I just remember that one point during the night this woman who had been waiting to talk to me the whole evening walks up to me and she wanted to talk to me about God's love. And I've gotten a lot of hate from Christians, uh, people who attack me because I don't necessarily share their particular worldview or their faith. Um, and I just thought to myself, this is a woman who is demonstrating true Christianity, true love. She held my hands and we were standing there in front of the crowd and we bowed our heads and she prayed for me and she sent up a prayer of victory and of redemption. And I just... To hot tears were streaming down my face as that was going on. It was just such a beautiful moment, and I, 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 she shared her love of God with me, and I, it was just a t- deeply touching moment. I'm kind of choking up a little bit thinking about it now because it was so beautiful. She reminded me of my mother who passed away, but um, I just uh, I feel a sense of destiny. I, I didn't know if I could win a few weeks ago. I'm more
0: confident now that I could. I I think that you've got a, a ton of momentum, and that's super powerful. It's something that um, you know I've I've I think I've voted I've never voted for a, a, a Democrat in my life. I've I've voted either Libertarian or Republican my entire existence, and mostly Republican. And I do uh, feel as though. You know, um, the evangelist hijacked the party a long time ago. And I think now is a perfect time to be somebody who might be agnostic or, you know, not really sure what that is. If you went out there, if you're a Republican and you voted for President Trump, you you don't necessarily get to stand on that uh, up at that pulpit (laughs) and then pretend that, you know, uh, you got to have, you know. Franklin Graham or something uh, representing you that's not necessary in order to protect um, your religious values. I am
1: running to be your senator, not your pastor. Um, and I would never presume to tell someone how they may or may not worship. I believe in religious liberty. I actually had a conversation with a Hawley supporter last night. It was for, one of the first times I've seen one of them out on the trail and one of them approached me. And after we had a conversation about theology and philosophy and, and the, found, the founding fathers and where our rights come from and a discussion about abortion and marriage and things like that, I think that she had should probably Her people had been demonizing me so much to the point that she, you know, had a a negative impression of me until after it was over. I think that it it really opened her up to the possibility that there is someone who can protect your freedom without sharing your your worldview, which is very sad because if you think about what is the First Amendment, it means, you know, that I may disagree with what you have to say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. It's as if some people don't quite understand that concept. I fully grasp and and conceptualize and, and practice that concept. Um, but I think that because in, we live in a fearful age, we're feel fearful of the other people who don't share our worldview on this or that, um, I think that that's why people have those reactions. But frankly, we're all Americans and we need, to, if we do believe in Americanism and exceptionalism and, and the concept of Western civilization, then we can be cohesive and we can we can uh, act together as a nation, provided that we adhere to Western ideals, uh, that we adhere to the, the principles, the fundamental principles of natural rights and and individualism and individual liberty. And so that means that we we can have a nation-state composed of individuals who can operate within this system of liberty provided that we respect one another's individual rights. But that has to happen. I think that we're, we're so balkanized in the United States amongst our different faiths, amongst our different sects, amongst our different worldviews, uh, and that this is how we're controlled. The, the mainstream media, the establishment, they pit us against one another. They divide us on racial lines. They divide us on gender lines they divide us on ideological lines you must be this or you must be that they play on our on our weaknesses as humans with confirmation biases that they know we contain that they they play on our back black and white thinking tendencies bifurcated thinking where you if you're not this then you're that if you're not with us you're with the terrorists and that's how we get red and blue teams and that's how we get you know if you're not for this then you're for the opposite right if you're not for the wall trump's wall you must be for open borders Uh, and unfortunately because we haven't taught our young people how to think properly because we haven't grounded them in our philosophy because we have we don't have public schools that are able to offer people a worldview of history and of and of learning that will allow them to to think independently for themselves they fall into collectivist thinking they fall to democratic socialism they fall to communism they fall to stalinism
0: and they'll ban you for twitter if you make a joke about it awesome <laughs> something uh, kind of interesting happened with uh, your opponent who is the i guess the head uh, law enforcement official in the state he just sued the offsets which is kind of a uh, a little place that uh, friends of mine and I have gone to and had a lot of fun at mm-hmm. It seems kind of uh, kind of strange. I think we can go about seeking safety for our citizens without, you know, actually villainizing uh, property owners. Would you Would you agree with that? It,
1: it reminds me of an old, an old quote by H. L. Mencken, who once said uh, that Puritanism is the haunting fear that someone somewhere might be happy. And, <laughs> and, and Josh Hawley is the type of guy who doesn't want to, who, who doesn't seem to want people to enjoy themselves a, a nice, free, dangerous swim down at the at the, the what's the West? Bottom? The offsets. The offsets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, of course he 's deeply concerned that people might be manufacturing uh, that might be having weapons accessories that uh, that the federal government he thinks he, sh- he thinks federal government should ban. Um, the attorney general seems to have that sort of establishment Republican mindset which is one step away from the, the Democratic mindset, which is that it assumes control. Um, rather than have a... Uh, they, they have a governing philosophy rather than a self-governing philosophy. My philosophy is one of self-governance. That's freedom. But resp- responsibility is what that comes with, which means that if you walk into that kind of a situation, knowing full well that you're putting yourself into danger, uh, then perhaps there ought to be some caveat emptor, buyer beware, uh, related to that. Um, now, I think he's. Uh, if I'm going to play devil's advocate and be intellectually honest, he says that there should be signs, you know, signs of danger, right? Sure. Which I think is more than reasonable. Uh, but to try and shut it down, I think is problematic. Um, again, we still. This is America. Was Randy Marshall? So, so I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Yeah, yeah. Austin, look— you know, McCaskill wants to ban duck or something, uh, too. It's yeah. like, see, same mindset. Right. Same well, that's mind- the idea is yeah. that
0: uh, they somehow know— but there's this authority figure in my life that knows what I'm capable of, uh, what risks I'm capable of taking on, what kind of fun I'm able to have without hurting myself. Mm-hmm. It all seems very counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other day I was kind of stomping for you a little bit. Some mm-hmm. guy said, uh, you know, no— no wall, no vote, something like that, and I'm like, I, you know, I, I said I think it's a little bit uh, more complex than that, and, and then the next person says abandon libertarianism, and it literally, I said, I don't think you could put two more un-American words together as to abandon, abandon liberty. Liber- liberty. Like that's such a such a crazy notion that people are so red and blue right now, their team are, are you know, just not this team. Mm. That the the very idea that we abandon your personal freedom, autonomy, sovereignty so my team well, can win. You know, that just I, was crazy to me.
1: When I was down in show, there was a woman who, who was one of the organizers of events, said she wanted to have a conversation with me. I didn't even know what to expect, but apparently she wanted to confront me over uh, the position on border security. So uh, I could tell that she was building up to the questions about the wall and immigration and things like that. So at the very beginning of the conversation, I front-loaded it with two questions that I knew would come in handy later. Um, boy, wouldn't you love to see me in a debate with Claire?
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, I
1: would. So, but I front-loaded it with the questions of, I'm like, so, so how do you feel about eminent domain and she kind of paused for a moment and I, and then she goes eminent domain she's like oh 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 yeah no i don't like eminent domain that's that's terrible it's the government taking your property i'm like okay good good uh, and then of course there was another question that was related to her i go uh, where i was talking about so so you're not suggesting that we sacrifice Liberty for security, are you? And she's like, "Oh no, 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 no!" And her friends are like, "Her, no, no. She, you know, we need liberty and all over security." And then later on in the conversation, when it came down to it, I go, "So, are, so, are you fundamentally uh, supporting the the inv- invocation of the Fifth Amendment takings clause for the private property down there?" And she's like, "She's like, what are you talking about?" I'm like, "I'm, I, I'm talking about two thirds of the border is you know, private, private land." And she goes, "She goes, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 I am. Yes, take it all." And I'm just like, "Like, I want." to like yell fascist in her face. <laughs> <laughs> but of course I have to be uh, d- diplomatic. diplomatic. But, I, but my, and It's the kind of thing that makes my blood boil when I see a, a so-called, and I'm using air quotes, conservative, uh, gleefully talking about taking other pri- people's private property to which I turned around to look at I said, okay, I will remember that when they come for your property. It's the height of hypocrisy. Um, right, exactly. And then of course, you know, we, we were talking, she was talking about how she was so terrified of all of these drug, you know, the, the MS-13 gangs and talking about the migrants and the... But then again, and so what? But I said, so So then I just said, so you want to sacrifice liberty for your security? And sure. she's like, Rawr! <laughs> like
2: <that. laughs> you got it. <me. laughs>
1: it was like, yeah, it was like, it was like, you know, touching acid, right? It was like a vampire where you like, pull, pull back the light and the sun is like, sure. You know what I mean? Like an angry raccoon. Um, but she was, you know, she wasn't like rude necessarily, but sure. she was just angry. And she, and I, she, you know, she asked me how I felt about the wall. And, and, um, I had to explain to her that it wasn't conservative, uh, it wasn't fiscally conservative, that you can't talk a game on fiscal conservatism and cutting spending and, and getting us out of debt if you want to engage in a massive, multi billion dollar infrastructure project. By the way, when people talk about how much the wall costs, you need to know the wall will cost infinity money. When I say infinity money, I mean that it will be an endless... Drain on our resources simply because of the maintenance that will be required. Uh, that you know, you have to actually man the wall. You do have to actually, you know, guard it. And uh, frankly, I, I, I it just—it's rem- very reminiscent of the old Berlin Wall, right? I, I do think yes. that people, you know, do, if you really think it's that much of a danger because they're terror—they're terrorizing the American people with a threat on the southern border. Well, then we really—I would—I would like to see conservatives stand up who who are for this stand up and say. We need tanks. Uh, we, need, uh, we need missiles. We need landmines. An iron dome. We need landmines. <laughs> uh, yeah, frankly, we should send the troops because the way that they're hyping the threat is they call it an invasion. Um, and an invasion should invoke the military. Um, so they don't want to solve the underlying problems because, of course, when I talked about the, ending the welfare state, that will never happen. I'm like – it will never happen. And then, of course, there was uh, when I brought up the war on drugs, the federal war on drugs. No, we're not going to do that.
0: No, so you don't want to solve the underlying problems. So all of those people coming from Nicaragua mm-hmm. yeah, and they, Guatemala that are in the middle of drug wars, yeah, of course, fleeing they, drug they wars,
1: they want to put band-aids on bullet wounds. They don't sure. want to solve the underlying problems. They want to ignore them. They want to kick the can down the aisle, and then they want to collect their Medicare and Medicaid in a few years. At our uh, and and we get to pick up the check. That's
0: that's. Uh, Walls work two ways. Mm -hmm. I saw the other day, I saw a news story where uh, they're going to make it to where you can't leave this country if you owe back taxes. That's how walls work.
1: You yeah, keep people laugh. out, you keep people in. They scoffed when I said things like that on the campaign trail. And it's walls literally happening. Be and yes, of course. If you want to leave, they, they, they could revoke your passport and not let you leave the country if they've if they deemed that you owe the IRS back taxes. Um, you know, if, if President Obama had been talking about building a wall in the southern border, the conservatives, I'm sure, would have been like, ah, revolt, right? This is terrible because, sure. you know, we would have been prison planet, info wars. <laughs> he wants to keep us edged in. Uh, There is – there's almost – this is what I say to these people when we get into this and and as a way to segue into the broader, like, discussion. There's almost no problem that the United States faces today that doesn't have a limited government solution. I believe that Ronald Reagan was right when he said that big government is the problem. That is the problem. And that there – even with immigration, there are more conservative, more limited government uh, ways to protect our national security, protect our public health. And ensures assimilation, which I think is what is the top of people's concerns. How would people come here and assimilate into American culture?
0: Same way they did with Ellis Island.
1: (laughs) <laughs> We've forgotten our history. Um, we might as well talk about it while we're doomed and repeating it. But, yes, uh, now it's Island install protocol. That's how the Petersons got here. And, look, now we're taking over your government. There us you go. Dan-
0: <laughs> as Danish people. Just so that you can leave us all yeah, alone. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So here's the deal, Austin. We are we are um, down the last few days. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, uh, I love that you've been now labeled a front-runner. I hope that that helps uh, sway some people that are still looking for a grassroots uh, um, solution and they haven't found you yet. Um, you're clearly out fundraising. Anybody else in the grassroots con- conversation? You're the only one that's not in debt. That's, that's right. a big deal. Yeah. Uh, when we talk about the the McConnell picked candidate uh, that you're running against, uh, he's got some pretty heavy coffers. When we talk about your Democrat uh, opponent uh, after the primary, mm-hmm. she's got like eight million dollars in there. They're pumping money in there from everywhere around the country. So we gotta we gotta start, you know, pooling our resources here a little bit and getting behind conservatism. What? What do we do here in these last few days? You need phone bankers? What what, what are we up against, Austin?
1: Awesome. Well, I'm, so I'm kind of thinking about uh, the story of David Goliath when uh, Goliath said, you know, send out your champion. And when the Israelites said to David, here, take this uh, sword, take this armor. And he said, no, I don't need it. I just need my sling. Um, I don't need the hundred million dollars to beat claire mccaskill i just need my shot i just need to shoot my shot so that i can beat claire mccaskill a few million would probably do it for me because i've been a good fiscal conservative sure and i've and i've demonstrated that um but in order for us to beat claire mccaskill I, i was thinking about josh Hawley today and claire mccaskill and the struggle between the two of them as sort of like back in my old martial arts days when you used to break boards the way to break the board was that you would punch through the board you would picture and visualize your hand your fist punching through the board not punching at the board but Punching to the other side of the board. So, because Claire McCaskill's Super PAC opened up this uh, attack on me last week, it got me thinking that by attacking Claire, by going after the left, you know, I'm punching through the board that is Josh Hawley and breaking through to get to the next level. How we get there is that we need. I need you to be the fist. Uh, I need the volunteers to join our campaign. We have six days, six days to make as many phone calls as we can. We're going to try and make 136,000 phone calls in the next five days. Go to austinforsenate.com, register to volunteer. We have personal phone banking trainers who will contact you and set up an appointment to tell you how the software works. You can make these phone calls from your home at your own convenience with a smartphone or with a a computer. All you need is internet access. Um, And you can help us to to win this primary. Donations are always accepted. We've had a really good... The last month was our best fundraising month of the entire campaign. Um, So, you know, when we win, we come out on the other side, we will have actually, a nice little cushion for us to be able to use. And, of course, we have raised significant uh, extra funds that we, we weren't allowed to
0: touch during the primary that we can immediately put to use. I was going to ask you about that uh, because you are a. a we, I, I'm very much into cryptocurrency. I don't think that the majority of Americans, I don't think the majority of people globally, really understand what the blockchain is going to do for us as individuals. Um, and I know that there are some rules as far as primary goes, and that you had a significant Bitcoin donor that tried to do it, but we, you couldn't accept you couldn't it. Accept obviously, more than now after the primary, does that do those gates open a little well, bit? Well, essentially, I mean, it'll be. Chaos in
1: terms of fundraising sure. because I think there's probably a lot of crypto billionaires, billionaires and millionaires that were that are waiting to see if I can pull this off because in a general election they can donate only twenty seven hundred dollars to me directly, uh, but knowing that I'm a different kind of a Republican on many of these fiscal and monetary issues, I can imagine that they would start PACs, super PACs, and you would suddenly see something that we've never seen in American history: multi million dollar. Cryptocurrency super PACs engaging in activism would that be an? It would be amazing. It would be a nightmare I, for, uh, for the Democrats <laughs> for the Democratic establishment because all of a sudden these these very powerful millionaires and billionaires instead of fighting for the establishment would suddenly be coming for the underdog because they know that I would be their best friend in Congress sure. to protect them from regulation to protect them from taxes um, and so uh, we have to win though we've got to win and I need volunteers I need donations and I need door knockers go to AustinForSenate.com. if you're interested. You can register to win the Ghost Gunner 2. Actually, we have two of them. Did you hear that? Oh, great. Somebody <laughs> gave us another one yesterday. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's we got, fantastic. you are going to give away two of them. We're going to give away two Ghost Gunner milling machines, and um, we'll announce those winners on August 7th. And uh, I guess... Um, you know, now we go into the twilight. Now we go. No, this, I feel like Winston Churchill in, in his darkest hour when the Messerschmitts were roaring overhead and they were, it was the Battle of Britain and there were the 10 hours uh, that they were wondering if the, if they were going to be able to turn the tide. And, and um, so I'm in the bunker and uh, I'm, you know, I feel like I'm broadcasting to the people, to my people and telling them that everything's going to be fine, that we're going to get through this, keep calm and carry on. And we will fight them in the fields. We will fight them on the beaches. We will soar ever
0: higher in the air with increasing confidence we shall never surrender beautiful austin peterson um speaking to all you missourians out there we had a heck of a a camping trip this past week and we had st louisans kansas Cityans, springfieldians sedalians we had missourians (laughs) from all over we talked about you down there we are reaching an audience uh, across the state with with our different podcasting platforms i cannot uh, encourage all of you enough to please get out Tuesday, August the 7th and make sure you uh, punch that ticket for Austin Peterson to represent you on the Republican side and I'll do you one better. For those of you who vote Democrat, I'll tell you this right now, Claire is going to be the Democratic nominee. So if you want to hedge your bet and make sure that at the very least your civil, civil liberties are protected go out there. And, you don't have to ask for a Democrat ballot. Ask for that Republican ballot.
1: You don't have a contested primary on the Democratic side that you're really interested in. You still get to vote for right, work, right to work. It's still a sure. Republican ballot. If you pull a Republican ballot and you vote for me, well, then you're ensuring that no matter what, that you will have someone who will protect your civil liberties. You will have someone who is open-minded on social issues, someone who is a very different kind of a Republican. I will protect all of your liberties all of the time.
0: Austin Peterson, at AP for Liberty on Twitter, austinpeterson.com.
1: Austin for Senate.com.
0: Austin for Senate.com. Yeah. Thanks a bunch for joining us one last time. I can't wait to see you after the primary when you're actually our, our main horse, and uh, hopefully you won't forget about us oh, little guys, and you'll time. come in and see us, man. We'll give you some time. Thanks, Austin. Thank you. That was Austin
3: Peterson. Craig, I got to be honest. I didn't listen to it. I because, know you because I didn't because I want to listen on Sunday. This will probably go up Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Is <that a>
2: laugh? <laughs> it's integrity
3: cracking up. In there. <laughs> um, but I can't. That's part of my Monday morning rituals listening to the show. So you always knock it out of the park. I I'm an of it.
0: unabashed supporter of Austin Peterson. I have been since the 2016 presidential primaries when Rand Paul kind of backed out of the Republican side. Austin was my horse. Um, I'm not, I've never been bashful about that. I got a pulpit. We got a pulpit. I have a candidate that I think will make a real difference for Missourians. Yeah. I got tired of seeing somebody like seeing Kentucky have awesome representatives like Rand Paul and Thomas Massey, yeah. guys that every time they talk I'm like, "Why don't I have anybody even remotely like that?" He turned we me. got the guy now, man. And I think that he's great and I really do encourage all of our listeners out there to go out there, grab a Republican ballot on Tuesday and put Austin Peterson through. He's yeah. an outsider candidate. Even if you're against the president, you know, even if you're for Claire, Claire is going to get that nomination. You can hedge your bet and vote for your civil liberties and make sure that you have Austin Peterson in there, who, by the way, I think is far better on civil liberties than Claire is. That's neither here nor there.
3: What's the worst that could happen? You listen to two guys on the radio tell you who to vote for? What are you doing? You're doing nothing right now. You're listening to us on a Friday night. You know what? Go ahead and vote for Austin
0: Peterson. (laughs) <laughs> Listen up, guys. Uh, that was, we got to jump to break real quick. This has been the first uh, segment of the second hour brought to us again, by too. Lifetime Roofing and Renovation. Roof, roof? Guys, roof. give them a call. 314-800-0426. I am on strict orders from the owner that says, hey, stop spending so much time talking about us. Yeah, get to your stuff. Get to your stuff. You have things people want to hear. Well, I want to make sure that people know that if I have a roofing problem, that's where I'm going. trustworthy. On the other side of the break, we're going to announce a little giveaway that Lifetime has collaborated with Missouri Medical Cannabis on. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get to it. We're going to talk about some streaming picks of the week, wrap up this cannabis legislation talk, and send you guys on your way on this Friday night. I'm Craig. Steve over there. Blake over there. Roman in the corner. This is Hoosier Sophisticant on WGNU, 920AM.com. We have former high ranking member of the uh, Hells Angels. We got George Christie on the line. Are you
3: familiar with the movie uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure? (laughs) <laughs> oh boy, Pee Wee's big adventure, I'm going to tell you. You know, those were actual Hell's Angels. Remember when he had wow. the cars? Oh, really? No. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I've got to tell you, now I'm giving you some inside scoop here. Yeah, nice. Pee Wee's bike disappeared off the set. <laughs> I'm
1: not pointing any fingers at anybody. You got bike it. He's either. got the bike. That's what I'm picking
3: up on. <laughs> <laughs> Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. on WGNU.
0: Hi, I'm Jay Ashcroft. Here at the Secretary of State's office, we take the integrity of our elections seriously. Missourians agreed and passed Constitutional Amendment 6. Missouri's new photo ID law is now in effect. Have questions about the new voter ID law or need to register to vote? We're here to help. Visit showittovote.com or call 866-868-3245. Remember, if you're registered to vote, you can vote. Sponsored
1: by the Missouri Secretary of State's office. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.
0: Blake with Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. We provide high quality hemp oil with CBD. Dial is changing people's lives every single day. If you're looking for premium quality CBD, check us out at MomedCanCo.com. Try out our 250 milligram blended bottles from just 22 bucks, or the 500 milligrams from 40 or even the 1000 from just $49.99. If you don't like the taste of oil, try our capsules. Get 30 60 milligram capsules for only 60 bucks. If you need something for your pet, Check out our line of pet products
1: online now at MoMedCanCo.com. And as always, we have free shipping to all 50 states. So go now to MoMedCanCo.com. Financial advice you can understand on The Dave Ramsey Show. What is the definition of a millionaire? Well, the definition of a millionaire is someone with a million
0: dollar, a one million dollar or greater net worth. Net worth is defined as what you own minus what you owe. If you sold everything off, paid all your debts, would there be a million dollars or more in a pile? What you own minus what you owe, your assets minus your liabilities. When that equals a million dollars, you're a millionaire.
3: The Dave Ramsey Show, weekdays at 1 p.m. right here on WGN.
0: Hey, Hoosiers, Greg Kohler here. With home buying season heating up, be sure to get a quote from a top agency and provider of the number one home insurer in North America. They offer coverage that's second to none. In fact, if your AC goes out, they offer a new endorsement where you can get a replacement from a local HVAC company. Give them a call, 314-961-4800. If you get a machine and you don't talk to a person, we'll give you one of these fine Hoosier sophisticated Just takes one phone call or apply online at carltoninsurance.net. People do business with James because they like and trust him. Just check him out on Google and Facebook. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, then call James Carlton State Farm.
2: Every year, millions of Americans use opioids to manage pain. Pain can be unrelenting, overwhelming, and all-consuming. So why do so many of us try to manage pain only from the palm of our hands? Doctor-prescribed opioids are appropriate in some cases, but they just mask the pain. And reliance on opioids has led to the worst drug crisis in American history. That's why the CDC recommends safer alternatives, like physical therapy, to manage pain. Physical therapists treat pain through movement, hands-on care, and patient education. No warning labels required. And by increasing physical activity, you can also reduce your risk of other chronic diseases. Pain is personal, but treating pain takes teamwork. When it comes to your health, you have a choice. Choose more movement and better health. Choose physical therapy. Visit MoveForwardPT.com to find a physical therapist in your area. This message is brought to you by the American Physical Therapy Association. Roof, roof. You
3: know what that sound is. That's Rufus the Roofing Dog from Lifetime Roofing and Renovation. They're former insurance adjusters. They will fly a drone over your house to check to see if you've had any hail damage. Heck, they'll get up there and tell you themselves. They have an office in Webster Groves, and they're looking to help you out. Lifetime Roofing and Renovation, 314-800-0426. Give them a call. Find them online at LifetimeSTL.com.
1: There, sophisticated Hoosiers. Have you been to our website? Visit Hoosiersophisticate.com and listen to our uncensored podcast. Share some laughs with us. Send us fan mail so we can feel warm and special. Buy our merchandise so that we can eat. Wear your Hoosier Sophisticate t shirt at social gatherings and let the women approach you. Wear it around the office
3: and get that big promotion instead of Ted. That's right, screw Ted. Ted sucks. That's HoosierSophisticate.com. I find that commercial a tad insulting to my intelligence. You know, the one, here's your brain. I've seen a lot of things on drugs, but I have never, ever, ever looked at an egg and thought it was a f***ing brain, not once. I have seen UFOs split the sky like a sheet, but I have never looked at an egg and thought it was a f***ing brain, not once. I have had seven balls of light come off of a UFO, lead me onto their ship, explain to me telepathically that we are all one and there's no such thing as death. But I've never looked at an egg and thought it was brain.
0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! That sounds hot, doesn't it? Sounds good in my ear holes. Mm -hmm. This second hour is brought to you my lifetime roofing and renovation. Roof Roof? 314-800-0426. Guys, stop talking about them. They will oh. jump up there. Oh. They are going to get on your roof. They will give you a free estimate. They will fly a drone over Listen,
3: it. if you got problems with your roof, call them. Seriously, really, they're, they're going to take best. care of it. They're the best people. Anybody but, can put on roof. But here's the deal.
0: You know who runs the show over there? It's Rufus the Roofing Dog. <laughs> yeah, he does. And Rufus decided to team up with Blake over at the Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. And Riggs. Actually, he and Riggs were actually, they're the ones that put this whole I deal know. together. And uh, what happened is he, they came up. They said, hey, why don't you guys do a little contest on the Sophisticated Hoosiers page where you give away a bottle of the NeuroPro Pet 500. So mm-hmm. there it is right there. I don't know if you can see it. They cannot. They, they can cannot. if they're watching in Facebook land. <laughs> We're going to post a question this week. We'll give it away next Friday. And that is brought to you by Rufus at Lifetime roofing and renovation and rigs at the Missouri Medical Canvas. Yeah, Mountain. you have
3: to add someone to our page, and we'll pose a question. I'm just kidding. I threw that last part in. But if you want to add people to our page. Like
0: and share, and maybe click the follow
3: button. <laughs> Today is uh, Add a Friend Friday, though. It is Add a Friend Friday. So Go we've had had a lot of additions. Yeah, so if you got a friend and they're into what we've been doing this last hour and a half, Go ahead and add them to the page because it's a good community that we want to spread the love all over each other. And when I
2: leave, come together like butt cheeks.
0: Yes, exactly like that. <laughs> I, I, I dig it. <laughs> Integrity is so proud of himself. <laughs> <girl>. <laughs> <laughs> Smile. <laughs> Makes everything worth it. Okay, so uh, we do a little segment every week just to kind of, uh, you know, have a little fun. Steve, can you start us off on that little ditty, that little that little earworm
3: Oh, how does it go again? Oh, I think it's something like...
0: We like movies. So do we. You like internet. So do you.
1: It's the
3: Streaming Picks of the Week. Maybe Netflix. It's the Streaming Picks of the Week. Also Amazon. It's the Streaming Picks of the Week.
2: We like the internet, too.
0: Can I tell you something before we lead off with a, with a deal that ties into the streaming fix? Yeah, I have yeah. actually... It's the dumbest song in the world.
3: <laughs> we probably, we it's amazing People how much positive feedback probably. we get on that. Integrity in woke worm. up
0: in the middle of the night singing it. Uh, listen, I found out something kind of cool with my Fire Stick this week. Um, I, let the, uh, I had to get a new debit card because for whatever reason the magnetic stripe wasn't working anymore. And so you know how your card's tied to all your online accounts. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden the kids were like, Dad, Netflix's not working. I'm like, oh, yeah, i will get to it. I didn't get around to it. And I haven't re-upped it yet because I've been watching a lot on Amazon Prime. But there's also an app on the Fire Stick that is completely free. It's called Tubi TV, T-U-B-I. And it has got a swath. Really? Yes. It's got a category that actually says not on Netflix. So you can kind of, you know, whatever's not crossing over. It's got great shows, tons of movies, documentaries. Tubi. At the very beginning of the show, they'll play three commercials. And you I'm know, out. You know what I've learned? You know what I've learned? We need those commercials. That's what keeps you couch locked uh, in, a, in a marathon watching forever. Like, those commercials are a great little time to stretch your legs. I miss yeah. commercials. But they're actually they're not terrible commercials. They're actually pretty good. Tubi TV, check it out. It's a way to stream for free. You don't have to pay for a Netflix service or Amazon Prime or anything like that. Pretty cool. What were you watching this week? I'm blown away by Tubi. i got to check that Tubi's out. Tubi's awesome, dude. If you have a fire stick or any kind of uh, uh, smart TV with TV app, check out the Tubi app. T-U-B-I. Free download. Everything, All free content. you gotta, you got to get through three commercials at the beginning they sponsor? of the movie. Sponsor? Oh, yeah, I don't know. We'll work on it. I'm I sure they it. should because I don't think very many people know about it. I didn't.
3: Uh, you saved this for the, uh, the uh, radio people. And That's And didn't right. even tell your friend. That's right. And I, I did. I don't care. Um, here's the deal. You know me. I'm afraid of the machines. And by afraid, I mean terrified. And by terrified, I mean aroused by these things, okay? AI is coming, right? All the machines, it doesn't matter. The artificial intelligence, it's coming. 3D printers, okay? We get it. They'll yeah. start, they're going to start printing themselves, I guess. There's ex machina.
0: Oh, geez. Now I have nightmares of machines printing Yeah, they're going to print themselves. Machines. Of
3: course. <laughs> of course. Once you anyway, make one. Yeah. Ex
0: machina. Tell Ex me about Machina. It.
3: I've heard about it before. I think it came out yeah. in 2015. Yeah, I thought it was an old, old movie, maybe uh, a play off that, but uh, I didn't do enough research to even look that up. So what it happens is there's like this billionaire, and he lives in an estate. And just to give you an idea, he's like this guy wins a contest. One of the programmers at his Google-like company. And he goes and he's flying, he's like, Oh when are we gonna get to this guy's estate? And the helicopter pilot's like Ha ha ha, ha. We've been driving over it for the last two hours. So that's how much of a billionaire this guy is. He lives out. obscene wealth. He kind of looks like the guy from New Girl, uh, the main character who got with uh, You're the only okay. man watching New Girl. Um, but he looks, you know, he's got an interesting look to him. I like him. It's a it's a cool cool deal. Um, and the programmer is a guy you would remember from an episode of Black Mirror where they bring him back to life. Oh, God. Or that one where they upload his consciousness. Yes, that one. All right, yes. same type of deal in Ex Machina. He's brought out there to test an AI to do the Turing test. To see if it can pass as a human. Okay. And it gets weird. weird. And the music is just ominous as it gets. Awesome. It'll take you a I love on a, a good ride. score. A score you, makes all the difference. Totally. Yep. And it gets louder and softer at different moments. And it's got some plot twists that will kind of blow your mind. Yeah, I highly recommend
0: Ex Machina Ex on Netflix. Ex Machina. I will definitely check it out whenever I re-up my Netflix account when Tubi stops being so awesome. give you my uh, Amazon account info. No, don't tell him that. I think that's illegal. I won't. <laughs> hey, uh, I AK. started a new one. I know I started Godless and said I would uh, expound on that a little bit. But I'll tell you what. I came back. And there's been a show that's been interesting to me on Amazon Prime that I've just never committed to because it seemed like it'd be pretty heavy. I started it the other night. It's on Amazon Prime. It is The Man in the High Castle. Yeah, I, I wanted to start that. Very, very interesting, right? Like an alternative history where the Nazis and the Japanese won World War II, really? and so the oh, the weird. Pacific states are all uh, occupied by Japan, and everything uh, basically east of Colorado is all the the New Reich. Of Germany and Hitler is still stationed in Berlin and he's falling ill and now it's like uh, uh, Goebbels and uh, Himmler are both like vying for power uh, of the of the new Reich and these Americans there's a, there's a resistance movement going on with the Americans. It's wild, dude. Talk about a good score, same type deal. It's a it's a <clears throat> excuse me, it's a time piece, you know, no. a lot of, oh man, it is really, really captivating. I'm sorry I'm that it took me this long I'm to get in. to it. What's this called again? It's called the Man in the High Castle. It's on Amazon Prime. Is and Is there it's any
3: also, big actors, actresses? Um you know what? Not <sighs>
0: It doesn't matter. It, it Not that I awesome. recognize, I, I but thought... it really is like super well done based on a Philip K. Dick novel. Amazon's all over Watch Philip K. Mouth Dick. Right uh, uh, <laughs> old phil though is what they call him. Old <laughs> phil <laughs> <laughs> uh, But uh, no, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's really interesting, man. If you get a chance, check out The Man I... in the High Castle streaming on Amazon Prime. Really kind of just – it's just strange, man, because it's still like 1950s America, but like all the cops are brown shirts. You know, and it's it's really bizarre. I, I recommend you checking it out. It's It, it messes with your brain a little bit. Oh, like it's, super, it. it's like looking back in history, but like looking in the black mirror of history. Very cool. The opposite. Super universe. cool. Check it out. You guys watching anything? History Channel at night.
1: Ooh, what's on History What
3: are you, Channel? my grandpa? You yeah. watching Pawn Stars? <laughs> That's
0: about all I got time for.
3: I'm I love,
1: uh, I just watched no, Civil War documentary. Well, you, you really piqued my interest with the, with the war talk, because I love, you know, just at night, Watching, this is a
0: really cool one, man.
1: Watching, you know, the the Hitler machine that was sweeping across yes. Europe, and just how close
3: oh, we yeah.
0: were
1: to being taken
0: uh-huh. over, and actually That's, being in that. They touch on it big time, man. It's, it's it's crazy.
1: It's it's unbelievable. Just how I mean, if there wasn't a a huge storm in Russia,
3: the sure. world history is different. Yep. Oh, I me. Mean, is that Stalingrad, where all yeah. the, the the biggest. Battle ever, maybe the most people you died You can't fight the Russians in the tundra. I mean, think about this 90%. That, if I had a nickel for every time I heard I, someone. And you know what?
0: That. The Russians made the same mistake against the Afghanis back in the day, trying to fight them in their mountains. Doesn't okay. work, man. I I mean, did in think of the,
1: the resistance that America saw on D Day 90%, I believe, of Hitler's forces were going towards Russia.
3: We weren't facing yeah, their main. Yeah. We were facing the SS yep.
1: badasses. Yeah. Like,
3: yep. They all died in a huge Russian storm. I don't like the way you said that, Badass, so, Like you're
0: so excited no, about no, it. no, 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 no. <laughs> we got a little bit of time. Roman, you watching anything?
2: Um, I'm actually watching. It's, a, it's only been one episode that's been made, but it's got Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler in it. Um, I don't know if you ever watched Parks and Rec but um, yeah. one of my favorite shows you can stream that on Netflix. Sure. Um, but this show is called Making It and for those artists out there yeah. that like to dabble with woodwork or painting or they're going to make all different types of stuff. So Nick Offerman's an awesome. uh, uh, oh, yeah. unbelievable woodworker. I've seen a new uh, side of Nick Offerman that I haven't seen before. For sure. He's soft. He's a woodworker. I didn't know yeah. he I didn't know he was a woodworker and he's, he's made he's, pretty, a, he's an awesome. unbelievable woodworker. Oh, yeah. I've
0: seen a few things that he's done.
2: Oh,
3: I, I, Nick Offerman one of my favorites. He's great, time. man. Ron Swanson. Yeah, Ron Swanson's one of the best characters. Hey, real quick,
0: time. we only got a few minutes left. Uh, we did have the text line. It turned out there was a little <laughs> internet snafu. Yeah, you got to be connected going to on the here, internet. So I just want to uh, you know, rec- recognize a few people because Corey G lit the real Corey G Corey lit G. my heart up this morning He's when best. he said, "Man, I woke up, I went into work today, and I, I couldn't wait for the show." And I know that sounds silly, man, but that's really that's really cool to have Me somebody too. say that, man, because this is something that we do as a passion, you know. We're not becoming millionaires in this studio yet. But uh Real G said such a great weekend with such amazing people. The moment on Friday night with Steve on the on the guitar is something I'll never, ever forget that was so special. Then the float. Such a wonderful experience all around. I'd love to give a shout-out <laughs> to all of the crew members of the SS, Richard Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> and then uh, I know who this is. Teddy Grahams loves you. And then he says, it was Teddy Grahams it was in, Teddy... Next... <laughs> in the next segment. It's for I Hill know. people only. And he even says he'll pitch his tent with Craig. I love you, babe. I'd, pitch a t- I'd share a tent with you any day. have to be a big tent because we're a couple of large Fellas, we got uh, just a few minutes left. Roman hates bear-shaped snacks. You do? No. Explain yourself, And Roman. then uh, Tree Rex, I think this is going back to when we were talking to Matt Call, He said, good question, Roman. So way to add to the show. Wow. Oh, wow. Thanks. Wow. I appreciate that. That's, that was an upset. Guys, a few parting moments, or a few parting ideas. Parting as we moments. Leave. And, and, and the fleeting moments. Yeah, I know. That's the crazy A few things thing. to, to leave with. This has been the quickest two hours, I think, of my entire life. Thank you so much for making the Hoosier Cotillion, the first annual, such an amazing experience for all of us. I think everybody benefited equally uh, from the experience. Um, Matt Call was incredible. Check out from shock to awe. We're going to put together, now that I know that we can try and host a watch party, we're going to get with Tug. We're going to find a theater to show this, and we want to fill it. 100%. I know how powerful This testimonial of these two guys is going to be... It will change your perspective. Did you hear Matt on the radio? Everything. He's incredible. If you haven't heard it yet, go back to the first hour and check him out. Tuesday, August 7th, we've been talking about it a bunch. Austin Peterson. Punch the ballot for him, guys, on the primary. I would love for you to go out there. He has engaged with all of us. He's never shied away from a question. Sometimes he might have said something you didn't agree with, but you always got 100% him. It was never talking points. I think that the guy... Is um, I think he's genuine, and I think he can make a real change. And I know that he defends ending the drug war. I know that he defends the. Here, he, he understands the power of cannabis as a medicine. Um, he understands that it's it's silly to to keep exercising prohibition where it doesn't work. He's going to defend your civil liberties. He's going to protect your rights, all of them. First, second, third, fourth, fifth, on down the line, baby. He's gonna oh, yeah. he's going to defend all of them with a, with a great vigor. I really do believe in what he's going to say. He's a he's a smart cat. And you can tell
3: he's just caring, and he knows his stuff. And you can tell he genuine was a great word when you said a genuine guy. That's, that's what I feel coming off of him when he comes in here.
0: Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I want to let you know, uh, remind you that the, this entire presentation is brought to you by our buddy Blake Bell over here at the Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. MoMedCanCo.com. Enter HOSO, capital H-O, capital S-O. At checkout, you will get 15% off everything site-wide. Second hour has been brought to you by Lifetime Roofing. Roof Roof. 314-800-0426. And the first hour is brought to you by the James Carlton State Farm Agency. Solid, solid dude, man. Great dude. Um, we got
3: the Prohibition Party coming up August 16th. Come out and support the cause. It's something St. Louis needs. If you're if you're on the cusp of thinking about coming out, come out. Roman will be there, I'll be there, Craig will be there, I'm sure Blake will be there. Um, we got the cannabis conference at the end of October. We let's get some tickets sold, okay? For all the people that are curious about cannabis as a medicine and even just want to get their foot in the door, this is the perfect spot for you. I implore you, look it up, make a wise decision, and, and we really love you and care about you. and We want to see you do better, St. Louis.
0: One last parting thought. On Monday, directly after the camp trip, we had a couple of our sophisticated Hoosiers come out to the fundraiser for Dave Matthews down at Three Monkeys. We had uh, we had a guest in a awesome. couple weeks ago. I think we replayed it last week. A lot of good people on the south side came together to make sure that his family is taken care of. Um, do it for Dave. Hashtag do it for Dave. Get out there and check it out. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Craig. Steve's over there. Blake's over there. Roman's in the corner. Integrity's on the boards. This has been Hoosiers Fisket on WGNU920AM.com. Be well, Hoosiers.
2: People say I'm crazy
1: Doing what I'm doing Well,
3: they give me all kinds of warnings To save
2: me from ruin